G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, given that Christmas is drawing close, you might be thinking about the sort of gift you might buy for a family member or a friend, and you might be thinking of books, and I guess you can't go past a good Christian book. But what makes a good Christian book, you might ask? Well, someone who has been thinking through these issues this past week over must-read authors is Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch. And Bill's back with us once again today. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, it's not the first time you've come out with a sort of list of must-have books like this. And sometimes it's difficult to get a hold of what you might see as a trustworthy list of good resources, but you do this every now and then and probably a good time of year to be thinking of this. Uh, Any motivation from you as to why you've listed a great set of authors as you have this week? Yeah, well, it is, uh, as you say, getting close to Christmas, so I suppose it comes in handy as far as that goes. Uh, well, look, it's, uh, as you say, I, I do this now and then, try to alert people to what I think are some excellent authors that we should all be aware of. I suppose the immediate excuse for this article was, uh, uh, well, um, I do have a pretty good size library, <laughs> so it's a wise thing to have a complete list of all of your books, otherwise you find yourself in the unfortunate situation of going to a bookstore, buying some books, coming home, and then you realize, oh, I already have this book. So uh, it's, it's a good thing to have a complete list, and in fact, I've put it on an app on my phone so I can avoid that problem at bookstores. But uh, going through this very long list, I was just noticing some of the authors that I had plenty of uh, books by, so my title may be slightly misleading if I wanted to just say these are the very best authors I think you should run with. It might be slightly different, but in this case, what I simply did is went through my list, and every author that I have 10 or more books from, (laughs) I got to mention, so it took a while to go through my library list. Uh, and I ended up actually with uh, 70 authors, all of whom I've got 10 or more books, almost all uh, Christians, almost all evangelicals, but an interesting mix there. So, yeah, that was the point of that exercise, but hopefully those 70 authors, almost all of them, I certainly can recommend. And for those who often do ask me, what books do you recommend, what authors uh, a list like this might uh, help them out a bit. So let's go through a few names here, Bill. As you say, you've got more than 10 of 
each of these authors' books on your bookshelf. So when we're talking trustworthy, we're talking people here, as you say, come from that sort of uh, reformed evangelical foundation. And so when you're looking for some good trustworthy material that's Christ-centered, that a high view of the Bible, these are the sorts of authors to look for. So hit us with your favorite ones. We might not be able to go through every one, but uh, but out of that list of 70 or so authors, which ones jump out of the off the page for you? Yeah, well, certainly, well, I mean, obviously many of them are my on my top list of favorites, so in some ways hard to uh, pick one or even some, although if you simply go by the numbers, uh, I list the number of books of each author I happen to own, and the one who does lead the way, and somebody I often quote, often refer to, is the late great... Uh, Welsh expository preacher, Martin Lloyd-Jones. It turns out I've got almost 70 of his books. Uh, and, well, look, it's again, it's the idea that if you're at a bookshop, you, you're familiar with a few authors, some of these I'll simply say, look, anything you find by this guy, grab it. doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter what the topic. If he wrote it, you should grab it. <laughs> uh, and the reason, in part, we have so many of his books, of course, is not only did he write a lot of great books, but he gave so many hundreds, thousands of sermons over the years, especially in London. Uh, and a lot of these sermons were then later collected. For example, his years of preaching on the Book of Romans well, that became 14 volumes of expository sermons or his many uh, Sundays on the book of Ephesians. That turned into eight volumes. So you can see how quickly you'll get 70 books by Lloyd-Jones if you simply start getting some of his terrific collections of sermons. So, yeah, that's my advice. Anytime you're at a Christian bookshop or second-hand bookshop, if you see Martin Lloyd-Jones, grab it. You'll, you'll never uh, regret grabbing some of his stuff. Well, you've got 67 titles from just one author there, and I know that there'll be people listening saying, if I had 67 books in my entire library, I think I'd be doing pretty well. You've got 67 titles from one just one author. Mm. I mean, yeah. is, there a, is there a cure for this addiction you have to books, Bill? Well, I haven't found it yet. I mean, I'm, my, uh, my wife and others are praying feverishly to get some kind of relief here. Uh, you know, one of these guys, you got to build a bigger home just to house all your books. But uh, uh, look, it's, uh, well, my excuse is uh, the carpenter has his tools, his hammers and saws. Well, my ministry of teaching and so on, I guess books would be part of my uh, tools for my calling so that seems like a good excuse at any rate uh, let's talk some more names some listeners might be making a mental note others might be making a physical note of some of these names you've got c.s lewis mm -hmm. on your book list you've got 36 of his titles and yeah, yeah. clearly one of those head and shoulders above uh, others when it comes to philosophy theology and even story writing for children just a what a great author yeah, well, look, again, you can't go wrong. I mean, sure, there might be a few small bits and pieces here and there that some Christians may disagree with. He was, of course, not as such an evangelical. 
uh, as were many. I mean, think of your great, many of the great saints, whether Augustine or Luther or Bonhoeffer or so many, you know, they weren't exactly evangelicals. Uh, Lewis was Anglican. But, uh, hey, on uh, 95% easily of what he's written, uh, I'm happy with it. And, you know, like a good fish dinner, if you don't like everything, you leave the bones, you eat the meat. So uh, whether it's his seven-volume Chronicles of Narnia that so many children love and adults as well, or his works on basic theology like Mere Christianity, uh, his book The Problem of Pain, his book miracles those three just there are such amazing heavyweights that have blessed and helped well millions of christians since he wrote them uh, 70 or so years ago uh, if you haven't yet discovered lewis well again go to a christian bookstore grab some enjoy him over christmas and you won't go wrong just uh, God raised him up and has blessed millions, helped many to get saved and grow in their faith. So Lewis is always a name you can count on. Some of the other names on your list, ones that are familiar to me, you've got F.F. Bruce. You own 20 titles of F.F. Bruce, the likes of G.K. Chesterton, who's one of your favourite authors of all time, and then Charles Colson, who had something of a controversial past uh, with the Nixon era and became one of those great champions of Christian faith. Yeah, look, all three, uh, you know, uh, again, heartily endorse. Uh, one of the three, the middle guy, as you mentioned, of course, isn't even a Protestant. He's a Catholic, Chesterton, but I've always loved his writings, very quotable. Uh, some of my favorite books are by Chesterton. F.F. F. Bruce, the New Testament scholar, of course. Uh, Chuck Colson wrote so much on the Christian faith, culture wars, and all that. So admittedly, my list of 70 names there do reflect my interests. So you get a lot of theology, you get a lot of biblical studies, a lot of Old and New Testament, you'll get a lot of ethics, a lot of apologetics. Um, You know, that's so much of what I enjoy reading. So so many of the names listed there are from those uh, folks. Not to say there's not a lot of other great authors and works, but uh, certainly in this area, theology, sound doctrine, biblical studies, uh, so many of these names are always trustworthy, always reliable. You won't go wrong if you grab them, and better yet, if you find them secondhand, cheaper. (laughs) That's it. Uh, You've got names like Millard Erickson. You own 15 of Millard Erickson's books. Uh, Gordon Fee, you've got 17 of those titles. Another one, Michael Brown. It's uh, it's likely that Michael Brown is coming to Australia next year. Yeah. You've got 14 of his books. Uh, what would listeners look forward to with uh, seeing Michael Brown, but uh, the sorts of things that he's written, what would they look forward to reading? Yeah, well, as I say in my piece, uh, he's he's a real mix in some ways, kind of like me. In fact, I, part of the reason I like Michael Brown so much is so many of his interests are my interests. And yeah, we will actually be sharing a stage, uh, I think, next February, places like Melbourne and Brisbane and Sydney. So look out for that. But, uh, oh, look, we, we're similar in many ways. We both got saved as wild, rebellious, 
drug-taking teenagers roughly at about the same time. Uh, he might have even gotten saved the same year, maybe 1971, as I did. So he's got that background similar to mine. He loves the Old Testament. He's just got a brand new, I think, 700-page commentary on the book of Job that's just been released. So if you love the Old Testament, if you love commentaries, he's very good there. Uh, he comes from a Jewish background, so he's got a five-volume set on how to witness to and evangelize uh, people from the Jewish faith. Uh, so he's a Messianic Jew. He's written books on holiness, which, again, another concern of mine. He's Well, he's actually written as many books as I've written, maybe even a bit more, on issues like homosexuality. So he really does cover quite a bit of territory. So uh, uh, depending on what you're looking for, uh, he's always a, a good value as well. So those on your list, they're prolific authors, they're prolific thinkers, and they're a foundation that can uh, set a context for the things they're talking about from a, a solid and sound biblical basis. That's the idea, isn't it, when you talk about these sorts of books. So uh, we'll draw a line under the number of authors we'll talk about, and I'll point listeners to the book list that you've got there on one of your articles this week. But, Bill, uh, before I let you go, uh, the idea of starting a library, never too late, no doubt, to start. Start your library with some renowned, reputable authors, and that's where you'd look for a reliable list. What's your advice to people who are thinking, well, I don't have too many of these sorts of books on my bookcase. Uh, you know, I'm not sure where to start. Uh, you know, I'm maybe I'm not as, as deep as Bill Muhlenberg. Uh, so is there a, a good starter one that you might recommend to people? Yeah, well, again, out of those 70, uh, plenty could easily be run with here. I should have, I suppose, picked a top 10 out of those top 70. But uh, certainly some of the names we've mentioned already, you can't go wrong. You think of John Stott, always fantastic. In addition to Lewis, uh, Francis Schaeffer, you can't go wrong. Um, many might like R.C. Sproul and a lot of the work he's done. Uh, if you need a good systematic theology, we mentioned uh, Millard Erickson, also Wayne Grudem as another very good systematic so, yeah, partly depending on what you want, what direction you're looking at. But uh, most of those names on that list, uh, uh, perhaps if you read it, you know, I give each one a brief description, what they're on about, what they've done. That may help people to lead them in the right direction. Maybe print off the list, take it into a Christian bookstore and say, oh, look, I'll take a few of these, a few of those, and... That would be a terrific start indeed, I would say. And as you say, and this is not an ad for Christian bookstores, so you say take a list of those names and you might find a whole lot of them on sale at your second-hand bookstore. Uh, keep yep. an eye out for the bargains when you can because uh, they are going to be timeless books, not ones that will get onto your bookshelf and all of a sudden will date. They'll be timeless. Uh, let me point mm. people to this latest article, your must-read authors article. Uh, simply go to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch one word. Bill Muhlenberg, great talking. Thanks so much for being with us once again today on 20. 20. Many thanks. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.